Hello and a very warm welcome to the Social Media Summit podcast. I'm your host, Gus Ryan, and in series one of this podcast, we're going to be promoting our event that's on April the 11th and 12th in Croke Park in Dublin City, Ireland. Tickets are still available on socialmediasummit.ie and the early bird tickets offer runs until March 10th. So the two days will cost you €350 if you buy them before the 10th of March. After that, they go up to €395, so it's well worth getting in early. And equally, there will be late-comer tickets for €495, so I would highly recommend you buy your tickets sooner rather than later. Now, also on socialmediasummit.ie, you'll see a full list of speakers that have been announced so far. We still have to announce a few more, but the majority of speakers are up there. And you'll see there's there's an all-star cast of speakers coming from companies such as Wolfgang Digital, Rothko, Airbnb, Cloud90, Twitter, HubSpot, Qualtrics. And our keynote speaker is none other than Mary Smith, better known as the Queen of Facebook. So, as I said, tickets available on socialmediasummit.ie. In episode one of series one of the Social Media Summit, we're going to be talking to the founder, Samantha Kelly. Would make no sense to talk to anyone else but Samantha in the first episode. We're going to talk to Samantha about the genesis of the Social Media Summit. It did, of course, have its first big event last year in 2016. We're going to hear about lessons learned from that event and what to expect in 2017. So without further ado, here's Samantha Kelly talking about the Social Media Summit. Okay, I'm delighted now to be joined by the creator and the inspiration behind the Social Media Summit, Samantha Kelly. How are you today, Samantha? I'm great, Gus. Thanks very much for having me. We had to have you. There's no way we were going to kick off a podcast series without having you on episode one. So so first thing, this is obviously to promote the Social Media Summit. So tell me, what was the catalyst for creating the event? Well, I noticed myself um, from using social media, in particular Twitter, I noticed a lot of businesses were making mistakes. Um, and I was going, what is the problem here? Why are they making all these mistakes? Uh, a lot of them are using it as an advertising platform, which Twitter isn't, you know. And I could see these things happening and I was thinking, what is the problem here? And then also I noticed um, from talking to people, you know, that, that, that there seemed to be a lack of training in the area and our time as well. People didn't seem to have time to go to training. So I thought, well, why could why don't I get all these experts into one room and take a couple of days so that people can actually come to an event and learn all about the different platforms because some people are on the wrong platforms as well. So I thought it was important to feature Instagram, Snapchat, other platforms as well. Um, So I did a bit of research and it turned out also fear was a factor. So there's a lot of fear around social media, especially with the bigger brands and the bigger corporates. For a debut event, some of the the speakers you got were fantastic and, and sort of global names in the social media circuit. Did you find it hard attracting them to an event in Ireland, you know, a debut event in Ireland? Um, Not at all, because I'd already built relationships with some of these people. Um, When you're in the social media world and social media community, um, it's all about helping each other. And I would see them speaking at other events and I would watch some of the videos and I knew which speakers were going to add the most value. Ted Rubin, I was a huge fan of as well. And I was determined. It was on my vision board. It was determined to get Ted Rubin because I knew that Ted would rock the house. And then also Brian Fanzo was was such a huge upcoming millennial at the time. And I knew that he had to have him as well. So I was very, um, I had about, I 
I'd say six or seven real names in my head that I just determined to get. And to be honest, um, in the social media community, we do help each other a lot. And they did help get it over the line. Like they were very kind with their time, some of them. And, you know, there was a, a bit of negotiation and stuff. But to be honest, a lot of them were really helpful. And they added a lot of value because they took selfies and pictures and videos while they were there, which added to the whole buzz of the event as well. Yeah, I mean, I was obviously at the event last year, I, and that was the one thing I, I really enjoyed about it. It was so inclusive, and literally the crowd were mingling with the speakers, and you were, you'd quite often be sitting beside, you would have listened to the speaker, and then and the next talk, you'd be sitting beside him, watching maybe yes. Melanie or somebody else giving their talk. It was just, it was fantastic. Um, you, you've mentioned the social media community, and you're obviously very active in it yourself, and you do a lot of training and speaking at events. Just talk to me about some of your social media successes. Well, on Twitter in particular, I've had a few successes like the Sponsor for a Day campaign with Big Red Cloud. I've had a few small business owners that really nobody really had heard of, but now all of a sudden they're everywhere. You know, the, the, the most successful thing or the biggest tip I could give really is, you know, when you are on social media, it's, it's about building an audience that's going to really do your marketing for you. You know, um, like I've been at several events or I've met people and, and they're tweeting about me and I'm not even there. I'm not even in the room. I've actually been tweeted about at an event that I wasn't even at the event and I was on the screen on the stage as an example of a great Twitter account. So people were actually doing my marketing for me. Like, um, and, and when you get to that stage where people, if people like you, they will help you and they will spread the word about you. And social media and, and I think real life in general we're like that aren't we you know when you help others they're going to help you back and and I do help a lot of people and I do like to um, inspire people that maybe were, are a little bit afraid and just take them by the hand and just lead them in the right direction and that's where the connecting the dots stuff comes in as well it could just be one useful introduction that could change everything you know just talking about 2016 then just tell us about some of the challenges you had some of the lessons you learned and more importantly, some of the rewards you got out of hosting the event. Well, I think um, as a first event, you're always going to have the challenge of trying to get sponsors, you know, on board and trying to people's trust. You know, I think um, I was lucky. I had a big community that trusted me and that knew that I would make sure this event rocked, you know. So I was lucky that way that I have a good following that people would believe in me you know um i think a big challenge for any first event is to get sponsors because they like to kind of sit back and watch and see what happens first you know and in the meantime you need to get sponsors to pay for speakers and stuff um so I suppose that's one challenge. And then also you need a really good team around you. So you need a team because you can't do everything. You'll burn out, you know, and I nearly burnt out and you need a good team behind you that, you know, so you're not doing everything like booking the rooms, booking the hotel, checking this, checking that, you know, you need a good team behind you. And we did get a lot of good people that came on board to help and volunteer. Um, I had Marie, I had Sheila, Melanie, Marie Claire. We'd, we'd a good few, um, volunteers on the day that helped as well. So it's important really to have a community that's going to support you and have your back, you know? Brilliant. So, Looking forward then to 2017's events. So what's going to be different this year? Is there, is there a different twist or is there a different feel? Or Tell us a little bit about what to expect. Well, I would expect a lot more of the same because to be honest, what makes my events different to any other events is I don't like big red ropes. I don't like anyone thinking they're better than anyone else. I like, um, it's like I kicked off the social media summit saying, right, folks, leave your egos at the door 
let's have some fun, let's get lots of learning done and let's be able to leave here inspired and ready to implement what we learn. And that's my ethos always. I don't think that anyone should be up on a stage. Um, I, I, I hate when there's like, you know, a, 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 a table at the top of the stage. I hate that, you know, it's like what you know it just it it, it just it, the audience is disconnected then you know and I think it's like you said about last year and and, and I just wanted to, I forgot to say this point as well what really made it last year were the attendees and I'm not just saying that just to be uh, but really the attendees got involved they got the selfies they jumped in and they went over to Ted and they got a selfie with Ted and they tweeted like we we hit um over seven million timelines last year with tweets like people got involved, the people that were at the event, they enjoyed it and their excitement and their, you know, their their learning, they, they, they tweeted what they were learning. So that all helped a lot to make it such a success. And that includes yourself, Gus, you know, you were great. You did a blog post, I believe, afterwards. And a lot of people did blog posts about what they learned. And that's all content for this year as well, because then if we go and um, to tell people about last year we have all that content to show people well look this is what happened last year and this is what's going to happen this year i'd say there'll be a lot more emphasis on video and there'll be a lot more live streaming going on this year um we have a rate a wide range of speakers we've a lot of women represented this year which i think is really cool um and there'll be a lot of more more panels as well and panel discussions so i think people people we did a feedback survey after the last one and these are the things that came out in the survey so we're just giving what the audience wants yeah brilliant i, I did i had i've seen a few events talk about trying to get the gender balance right and it's it's almost if you're trying to compensate for a few other events that you've nearly gone the other way it's it's nearly predominantly <laughs> uh, female um uh, list of talkers which is great which is uh just fantastic but yeah like, well i think women just women are actually great communicators and i think on social media uh women are are there's a lot of women out there that are really rocking the social media world, but there's great men out there too. So we, we are hopefully going to have a few more men up there as well. Um, we haven't got the full agenda of speak and, and the speakers up yet uh, as we're doing this recording. So just be prepared. Like the, it'll, it'll be, nobody's going to be left out. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you say about last year's event, um, I, I was came very close not to going to the Social Media Summit 2016 because I'd been to two or three events in, I think, maybe the week before. I, I, I booked a load of events all together just to kind of do them and see how I got on. And the, the few, I won't mention them, but the few I went to really left me underwhelmed to the point that I was nearly going to go, do you know what? I won't go to Social Media Summit. It's just going to be oh, more no. of the same. Yeah, yeah, honestly. And then when I went... It was from from the I think the first talk I heard was Melanie Dodaro's and I thought, oh, hold on a sec, this is different. Now this is a yeah. bit different. And by midway through the morning of the first day, um, I, I just it, it just clicked. Everything clicked, and I I, I kind of got it, and I started to see what I had been doing with my own very new digital career. I have to say, what I was not not necessarily doing wrong, but how I could do it better. Listening to yeah. the likes of Louis Grenier, Ian Cleary, Melanie. Just the speaker list was just fantastic. So, like I said, I think I said at the top of the interview, I'm delighted to see the event is back, and hopefully it'll be coming back year after year. Is that the plan? You've you've got this is the this is like the the, the tough second album for the band. Will there be a yeah third and exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, this will be this will be going every year now. Um, and thanks to Cogs and Marvel, like their wonderful events company, they know their stuff. They know what they need to do to make an event rock. And then with my, um, you know, my enthusiasm and my community as well. I mean, we can't go wrong. I mean, really have it. I'm the brand ambassador and the MC, so I'll be the MC. So I know these people. I know what people want. I know what they're looking for, and I know the 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 issues that we have and the challenges. So you know, really, it, it it's it's important that we give an audience. I mean, look, you have to take time out. Some people have to get babysitters, and you know, it, it it's not it it's it costs money to take time out from your own business. But uh, once everybody leaves, having learned something, they can implement and happy and inspired. That's all I want to see, and we'll make sure that happens. Yeah. Well, one thing I have noticed is, say, last year, a lot of the, well, I think nearly entirely the speakers were practitioners, um, whereas this year you have a few corporate bodies that have had good social media experiences. Was, was that a conscious thing to make it a bit more corporate? Not even, not focused, but just have an element of corporate uh, storytelling in there? I think it was more to get some case studies because uh, on the survey that we got, there was a lot more people asking for case studies that they could actually see what people had done successfully before and how it worked. So really, I think that's more the reason why that we have uh, such a mix this year. Very good. And finally, just to finish off, can you just tell us who should attend? If there's people who have maybe browsed a few of the blog posts or had a look at some of the uh, the speaker lists, who should you who should attend? Who are you, who are you targeting this event for? Well, anyone that is doing marketing in the marketing department of a company and wants to learn more how to get the results that they need, we're going to do a lot more about measuring results as well. Because I, I think that's really important. When you do a campaign, you need to measure what's working and what isn't working, you know? Like you could be putting loads of work into Facebook or Twitter and maybe you're supposed to be on Snapchat, you know? So it's it's going to be a lot more about measuring. So I think anyone that works in marketing, any small business owners, um that want to get into the digital marketing space as well. But I think above all, the, the bosses should go to to understand it because I know that a lot of marketeers have a bit of a challenge getting a marketing budget sometimes for social media because some businesses put it as the, the last thing they invest in when really it should be one of the first things that they really, because it's such an easy way to engage with customers and customers bring you sales. So I'd like to see more of the CEOs going, but mostly it'll be, I'd say, the marketing department people. Um, like last year, we had a lot of people, the girl or the guy that works in the marketing department. A lot of small business owners will be there, I'd say, as well. And I think any... I, I, mean, I think we have, six, we have six people attending from one particular company that are in the marketing department. So I think anything like that, any people like that that are in marketing, they want to improve their strategy, improve their results to show the company what's working and what isn't it just will maybe help the company to understand how important this actually is fantastic and tickets are available on the social media summit.ie website anywhere else or is that the best place to pick them up that's the best place to pick them up social media summit.ie we're on twitter at sm summit irl the hashtag is sm summit irl and um, we're on linkedin instagram everywhere as of course because we have to be because we're the social media summit we're also on facebook um but really you can follow me as well for updates at tweeting goddess and uh social media summit.ie and, and look if anyone wants to contribute a blog post or anything like that we'd love to get lots of content up there because you know the more people can learn before they even go like the better 
you know, there's going to be lots of blog posts from the speakers as well. So, you know, feel free if you have a topic that you think you'd like people to learn about, you send it in, you know. Fantastic. Listen, Sam, I am really looking forward to the event this year. Thanks a million for your time. We had to do episode one with yourself. It wouldn't have been appropriate to have anyone else on. So once again, thanks for your time and I will chat to you soon. Thanks, Gus. So there you have it. That was Samantha Kelly, of course, talking about this year's event, April 11th and 12th in Croke Park in Dublin City, Ireland. Thanks a million for listening. And in the next episode, you are going to hear from Natalie Moss from Wolfgang Digital. Remember, again, tickets available on socialmediasummit.ie. Thanks again for listening. Listening.